0: please join me in prayer O Lord open our eyes so that we may see you open our ears that we may hear you open our hearts that we may feel you Holy Spirit come we invite you here Amen I'd like to start out by telling you three different stories. First story. By the time he was 21, he was a church choir director and wrote hundreds of songs. One day, he was invited to St. Louis to sing in a revival. His wife was pregnant, and he was hesitant to go so close to her due date. But she persuaded him to go, and so he did. During the first night of revival, someone brought him a message while he was still on the platform. It was terrible news. It was a message that his wife had died giving birth to their son. He drove back home to Chicago that night. When he arrived, although his wife had died, his new son seemed to be fine. However, that night, the son also died. He buried his wife and little son in the same casket. The world, as he knew it, came crashing down. Second story. He was experiencing the dark night of the soul. He had just been arrested and spent the night in jail for a cause he was fighting for. When he returned home, he was exhausted and could not sleep. He believed he was right, but the police harassment, negative newspaper, publicity, arrest and jail time, death threats and the harm in which he was putting his family were becoming all too much for him. Nothing seemed to make sense in this chaotic and unjust world and he felt the darkness seeping into his heart. The life that he thought he was called to live came crashing down. Third story. A young couple in their 20s was overjoyed when they found out they were pregnant with their first baby after a year of being married. They started to dream about what the baby would look like and if the baby would be a boy or girl or what the baby would grow up to be. They started to hope and dream about and for the baby. But six weeks into the pregnancy at 1 in the morning, she was starting to cramp up and bleed. They knew this wasn't a good sign. They jumped into the car and headed to the emergency room, praying and crying. All their hopes and dreams for the baby and the future of their family came crashing down. Three different stories. All stories of people living in and through the chaos of life and their times. Throughout the Fall Sermon Series, Days of Our Lives, Pastor Nate talked about how each era, each episode of faith, tried to make sense out of the chaotic world they're a part of. And that chaos has not ceased today. On the contrary, we live in one of the most turbulent and violent times. Everywhere we look, there is civil unrest and social injustices impinging on our sense of well-being, ready to erupt into a volcano of pure madness. The Israelites living as exiles in Babylon in 6th century BC knew what that felt like. Far away from their home, they were thrown into chaos and turmoil, living in a strange land as outcasts. During that time, they held on to Genesis 1 and how God created and ordered the world. In fact, they used Genesis 1 as their worship liturgy because they understood that the only thing that they could hold on to and make sense of in their world was God's sovereignty. They held onto the hope that darkness, void, and chaos is where God begins to create. And it's the same way with us. We can try to make sense of all that is going on in our chaotic world and lives with all sorts of theories, reasons, and even good works. But what we realize through Genesis 1 is that the only thing that makes sense at the end of the day is that we live in God's created order and that God is sovereign over all creation. The wind of God, or more closely translated as the breath of God, was hovering over the darkness and formless void, even when we think there is nothing but chaos. We're reminded that God's breath is and has always been there from the very beginning. And all we can hold on to is that in darkness, and chaos, God begins to create. NRSV translation of Genesis 1, 1 reads, in the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth. But a closer translation of Hebrew would be, in the beginning, when God began to create. It denotes God's continuous act of creation. The word for create, bara, in context of Genesis 1, refers to God's ongoing work of creation. You see, in darkness and chaos, with the breath of God, by God's word, God creates again and again in your life and in the world Around us. To add another layer of depth, that, let's take a look at John one one through five. John one is the New Testament version of Genesis one in talking about coming of Jesus. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him and without him, not one thing came into being what has come into being in him was life and the life was the light of all people the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overcome it jesus is the word that has come to bring us light and life and how comforting to know that how much darkness might try it cannot overcome the light In darkness and chaos, God begins to create and brings light through the person of Jesus Christ. So how do the three chaotic stories I told you in the beginning, how do they end? The first story was the story of Thomas A. Dorsey, who wrote the gospel song, Precious Lord, Take My Hand. After he buried his wife and son in the same casket, he became very despondent, and he was filled with grief. One day, he sat down in a piano and began to improvise. He says, As I played, I began to say, Blessed Lord, blessed Lord. Blessed Lord. My friend walked over to me and said, why don't you make that precious Lord? I then began to sing, precious Lord, take my hand. Lead me on. Help me stand. When I finished the song, we began to use it, and it has been going ever since. I have gotten letters from people all over the world It's a great tragedy, but we got the message out to the world. The song has been translated into more than 30 languages. The breath of God was hovering over the darkness and chaos of Dorsey's life, and God began to create. The second story of the man experiencing the dark night of the soul was Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. It was during the Montgomery bus strike, and he was starting to lose strength and hope. He says this about that night. Something said to me, you can't call on daddy now. You can't call on mama. You've got to call on that something in that person that your daddy used to tell you about, that power that can make a way out of no way. With his head now buried in his hands, hands, King bowed over the kitchen table and prayed out loud. He said, Lord, I'm down here trying to do what's right. I still think I'm right. I'm taking a stand for what I believe is right. But Lord, I confess that I'm weak now. I'm faltering. I'm losing my courage. Now I'm afraid. And I can't let the people see me like this, because if they see me weak and losing my courage, they'll begin to get weak, and I'm at the end of my powers. I have nothing left. I've come to the point where I can't face it alone." As he prayed alone in the silent kitchen, King heard a voice saying, Martin Luther, stand up for righteousness, stand up for justice, stand up for truth, and lo, I will be with you even until the end of the world. With that assurance, Dr. King was never the same again. He knew he was called to be the leader of the civil rights movement, and he fiercely and fearlessly followed his convictions until the day of his assassination. The breath of God was hovering over the darkness and chaos of Dr. King's life, and God began to create. The last story was my story 20 years ago when I had a miscarriage. That night was truly frightening. I was only in my mid-twenties, and it was the first time life died inside of me. Not just the baby, but all the hopes and dreams that came with the baby that infused me with life died. I clearly remember the car ride to the emergency room, confused, helpless, panicked. I asked my husband, to sing to me. Just sing, sing anything, I told him. And he started to sing this song. I am the God that healeth thee. I am the Lord your healer. I sent my word and healed your disease. I am the Lord your healer. Thank you, choir. That was beautiful. In that moment, I realized that more than anything, I needed God's healing in my life. I needed God's presence in my life. The song assured me that my life was in God's hands. God's word, the word in John 1, that word was my healer. The breath of God was hovering over the darkness and chaos of my life and god began to create when jesus died on the cross darkness covered the earth disciples who had followed him for three years thinking he was the messiah abandoned all hope the hope that something would happen on the cross, that maybe Jesus would miraculously come down from the cross, such hope was completely crushed. The hope that Jesus would be the one to save the Jews from the oppression of the Roman Empire was dashed to pieces. But behind the cross, behind the brutal death of the Savior, God was at work. In that treacherous darkness and chaos, God began to create so that on the third day, Jesus would rise from the dead. Friends, I want you to know that the breath of God is hovering over what you might think is chaos and darkness in your life and world right now. And in that darkness, darkness of financial difficulties, darkness of Divorce, darkness of physical illness, darkness of grief, darkness of you fill in the blank. Whatever that darkness and chaos may be, there is light and God is beginning to create. And God will continue to create again and again. Let me end with this blessing by Jan Richardson. Blessing when the world is ending. Look, the world is always ending somewhere. Somewhere it has gone completely dark. Somewhere it has ended with the slammed door and shattered hope. Somewhere it has ended with the utter quiet that follows the news from the phone, the television, the hospital room. But listen, this blessing means to be anything but morose. It has not come to cause despair. This blessing will simply sit itself beside you among the shards and gently turn your face toward the direction from which the light will come, gathering itself about you as the world begins again. Amen.